Welcome to the fittest podcast in Oakland, where your favorite coaches talk everything to help make you a better person inside and outside the gym. back with the fittest podcast in Oakland. And today we highlight one of our favorite coaches, Coach Lori. We're going to tell her story and all the amazing things she's up to and how she prioritizes her time in this crazy world. Also, it's Valentine's Day. So what better way to highlight the holiday, the Valentine'sness and all this by showing someone we love at CrossFit Oakland and all of that amazingness. So Lori, thank you for being our Valentine. And for all of you, I am sure Lori will be your Valentine today after you listen to this podcast. Enjoy! We are recording. And nobody will know what we were talking about, <laughs> which is the best part. Our secret. <clears throat> all right, what are we talking about today? Well, Robin, you moved the truck into the shade because we have guests. We have guests, and it's what are you talking about? This is a mobile um, podcast studio. I know. <laughs> I don't know what so, you're so about. a lot of people build out trucks and vans to sleep in and camp all over really cool places. Robin does the exact opposite, so we can record podcasts <laughs> in it. I think you need egg crates, you know, like oh, you know, for sound. It, for oh, sound. Yeah. so like, so like, you know how they put up the like windshield covers to like yes. sleep in the car we need egg, egg crate crates. covers oh, that's a great idea. <laughs> all right i'll talk to the sound engineers <laughs> all right special guests would you like to introduce yourself hi it's Lori, coach Lori. <laughs> our coach I'm really good spotlight at this. is Lori. yes you guys get to learn all about Lori today we're very excited we're interviewing Lori. we get to learn all about her um cool I feel very confined in this car. Like it's not allowing me to do my sick dance moves that are my signature. <laughs> it is a downfall what? of the studio. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Note, can we do something about that? Note as well? to self. Um, I think feedback. that would be such a tease, though, because no one can see but us. So oh, I think that's that would true. Be really mean. Wait till we get our YouTube channel going. There we go. Then we can. They get to see enough on Tuesdays at 6 a.m. <laughs> and one Saturday a month. I'm pretty sure it's most welcome. Yeah. It's so cold. And now in the morning that you have to dance just to stay warm. True. Yeah. I mean, ask the 6 p.m.ers a Friday or so ago. I made them all act like they were mosh pitting to very hardcore rock and roll. Did they, did they actually uh, like bang into each other? No, they didn't actually bang. Oh, in. We we kept the we kept the square. <laughs> we kept the squares, but we did we did jump up and down like we were at a rock concert. Oh, cool! I thought it was more fun than doing jumping jacks again. Have you so. actually been in a mosh pit before, Ben? Yeah, you have. Yeah. What was the What was the show? I have no idea. I can't remember. I remember. I mean, there's always like. Were you the, wearing any glowing jewelry? No, no. <laughs> Did you do it just to be able to shove people? No problems. No, I because no. I, I had I had sports to Didn't do that. You I had sports like, to do that. <laughs> I got all my aggression yeah. out in sports. There was there's a there's a nice line boundary of like where Ben could be very violent and mean, and where Ben could not do any of those things. <laughs> Have you been in a mosh pit, Lori? Um. Not intentionally. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. All right, well, we, we got to get that on the calendar. <laughs> <laughs> it's never too late. All right, so we're going to kind of, sort of, <clears throat> semi-formally interview you. Excellent. So I'm going to ask my first question. Are you ready? I think so. This is a tough one. How long have you been a coach at CFO? Oh, I think it's about almost two years in maybe... March, possibly. Cool. I think so. Yeah. Clearly, <laughs> you're looking forward to celebrating this anniversary. <laughs> as long as I still have a class, that's a celebration. <laughs> that's how I celebrate. Yes. There we go. I love it. Um, all right. So um, let's go back to the beginning. What got you started um, crossfitting and what got you started coaching? 
Let's start at the very beginning. That's true. <laughs> Anyone sound the music? Um, I'm, okay. I'm into it. So I talk about mosh pit. <laughs> Have you been to the Sound of Music sing along? <laughs> that would be. Why, why are oh. the doors locked? Yeah. Why can't I escape? Uh, that, that would that would level up Sound of Music uh, sing along. That would yeah. be kind of fun. Um, so actually, I so I um, started CrossFit. To, uh, because I was, uh, I used to play roller derby and I was a semi-professional, um, roller derby skater and got to travel internationally to play. And so I actually started CrossFit to supplement my training. Um, and I was trying to remember timing wise, if it helped me get on the all-star team or if it was once I got on the all-star team, then I decided to level it up. But either way, it completely changed my skating and uh and uh my game so um that's that's how I got involved in CrossFit um and you started at our um now defunct uptown location oh yes yeah because you could walk there I could walk there it was like five blocks away five short blocks away it was really nice the 800 meter turnaround was where my street was so that's right um and then um so, uh, and then at one point, Robin, you asked me if I would be interested in actually being a CrossFit coach. Cause I was a, I was a coach for, um, one of the, my teams, um, for roller derby. And then I was also one of the trainers for the league. Um, and so you had asked me if I was interested and I definitely was, but unfortunately I just had too many time commitments um, or t- time, too many commitments. And so, uh, I, I said no, or I, and then, oh my goodness. So then after I retired at the end of 2019 and a couple of years, you know, of, uh, pandemic zooms and, um, play yard, uh, AKA slay yard, uh, you, um, I, I decided I really miss coaching and, um, and decided to take you up on the offer. So that's how that happened. Yes, the sleigh yard. Okay. Yes, Ben so, never let me. Ben never, never took to my suggestion for the rebranding of <laughs> of the out, outdoor uh, outdoor I, CFO. I allowed it to be said. I did not. I did not <laughs> shoot it down. I just, they just thought uh, there might be some pushback in the long term or some mistranslation in the short term. So. <laughs> And since we were already in trouble because we first started as the prison yard, uh, <laughs> I was like, let's not create any more drama right now the than we names. need. <laughs> I know, the many names of our lovely outdoor. But I always enjoyed when I would walk outside and Robert, or Lori would just scream, Slayer! <laughs> and I was like, all right, well, at least people are happy here and they're enjoying this, mm-hmm. you know, I think you were only an <clears throat> evening one. So you usually did that in the sunshine and the happiness. <clears throat> Where all the six amers were dark and gloomy. Yeah. But I think it also would flip certain days because I definitely have a picture in my phone of you hiding under yoga mats oh, yes. with heat emojis. And I think the temperature on there of like 95 degrees. It was so hot. <laughs> it was so hot. <laughs> well, I remember joking with Mike because he we would take the mats in and out. Um, and he put, he put them out like an hour before or something. And he put all the black side up. Yeah. I was like, Mike, (laughs) Mike, what are you doing? Like, I was like, Mike, go touch that. (laughs) And he's like, he's like, oh yeah. And this is the guy in the biggest sun hat you can buy. (laughs) Um, and more long sleeve and long pants layers, somehow still not sweating, um, to protect himself from the sun. I'm like, you, you didn't see this one? Okay. <laughs> he, he learned after, I think, like two or three times and someone yelling at him. So it was pretty funny. You know, I feel like there was something kind of special about the the, the sleigh yard or play yard. Um, <laughs> um, and it was, it, it like, you know, you're in this pandemic. It, there's all this stuff that's going on. But everybody's still making this commitment to come out and be there. And then, and, and it's like, you're like grinding in different weather conditions (laughs) and, and then you're having to like lug all this stuff around. I don't know. It just like, I feel like that really, um, kind of 
helped grow uh, even my love even more for for CrossFit <laughs> and and like you know the coaching staff and and the other clients and that was before I became a coach so it was just like I don't know I that was like a very cool experience during a not so cool time. <laughs> I agree. I mean, it was some, it was a way for us to kind of bond in our adversity and still try to have some fun, even though so many people were suffering and yeah, it was definitely a unique experience. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm so glad you didn't have to roll that rickety little table with all the big speakers and the stereo on it in and out of the gym. Oh no, I wouldn't, I couldn't, I would not have been, that would not have been fun as a coach. One of my brighter ideas. Yeah, that was fun. And right. <laughs> it, it's also funny because nowadays, like, people will make jokes of, like, well, could we do this outside? Can we do this workout outside, Ben? And I'm like, yes. Really? Really? Okay. <laughs> you, you were here two years ago. Do you not remember us doing all of this outside? <laughs> there was some good stuff to and do. And then the, the uh, Ben, it's it's looking like it might rain, so I don't think I should go outside and run. And I'm like, oh. that's the fun. Yeah, that was like, wait fun. a minute. What, what happened? <laughs> Three oh. years ago, you were the person mad at me because I would cancel because the forecast was like 95% rain. (laughs) Oh yeah. I, and I totally think about this. There was one night where it was like downpour and here I am rowing on the rower. It's just like, but now it's like, Oh, it's kind of like, there's like a little bit of a drizzle. Like you really want us to do this? We how comfortable we get inside the Mm -hmm. gym. We do. So, I have a question. Yeah. What got you into roller derby? Uh, that's a good question. Um, so I, uh, I, I've been an athlete my entire life, so I just love playing sports and, um, and I was kind of, I was like playing a tennis softball and that was getting boring. I was actually playing women's flag football. That was fun, but that was also like not, not, not as fun as I wanted it to be. So I, I really wanted to find a new sport and I really liked the contact aspect, even though, even though flag football was, there wasn't supposed to be contact. There's always still contact and just like, um, and you know, just my natural competitive nature. And I had started, you know, I'd saw that movie whip it and like some other things. And I just like, you know, roller derby sounds like a lot of fun you know, let me, let me kind of see what's up. And then I, you know, saw that there was this league in the Bay and, um, I couldn't figure out how to like sign up for it. And then I ended up finding out that somebody I worked with played and played for that league. And so I was like, Hey, how do you uh, get started in this? She's like, I don't even know, just sign up for the newsletter. (laughs) And so, uh, and so I did. And then that's, that's how it all started. So, yeah. (laughs) Awesome. So which, which position were you? Were you like the people in the front lines or the person that like whips around everybody mm-hmm. and like scores all the points? Yeah, that's so there's blockers and jammers. Got it. Got it. Got it. See, this so, is I've yeah. only watched it on like Spike TV when I was in high school, if anybody knows what that is. Yeah. Well, you know, I appreciate the question that you weren't just like, did you just throw elbows? Like, you know, because that's usually what people ask. And, um, uh, and throwing elbows is uh, illegal. So <laughs> See? See, I knew a little bit. Yeah, I knew um, you couldn't do certain things. Yeah. So I actually started off as a blocker. That was mm-hmm. where I first um, started pl- in the position. I first started playing, and then actually the game really evolved. Like jammers used to, jammers, the point scorer. Mm-hmm. They used to be all the tiny little people mm-hmm. that just zipped around and like um, you know made their way through, and the blockers were just the big strong people that like you know you shall not pass Mm -hmm. um and then then the game changed and um you and so then you know you wanted strong bigger like i mean not that the 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 other ones weren't strong they still play they still were jammers but but that's when I started to move into jamming. And actually it was actually, it was kind of funny how it happened, which was my best friend was getting married. And so I was going to get, be gone for a huge, like one of our big games. And this was before I was on the all-star team. Um, and so in practice, I just started playing a jammer to give other people the chance to practice as a blocker. Um, <clears throat> and so then they were like, uh, <laughs> Uh, you can do that very well. <laughs> uh, and so then, uh, then I became a jammer. So, Got it. Mm-hmm. 
That's cool. Mm-hmm. You can see all my game. A lot of my All Star games are on YouTube. Ooh, oh, I would, ooh, yeah. yeah. Robin, remind me to link that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll give you. I'll do. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll send you the link to my final game, which was in the playoffs uh, in North Carolina, and it was pr- probably my best game I've ever played. Yes. There we go. Which is like the way to end uh, <laughs> playing roller derby. Well done, man. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to watch it. Mm-hmm. All right, well, let's shift a little. Um, I mean, you can bring this back, but we're going to talk about just you, like all of you. Like, what's your day job? What do you do when you're not in the gym or playing? We're obviously not playing roller derby again. Um, You talked Mm -hmm. a little bit about your athletic background, but um, tell us what you do. Um, so I work for Sutter Health, um, the, and, and my office is actually in Emeryville, but I work for the whole system. So it's all over Northern California in strategy and business development. And I've worked there for 10 years. Um, prior to that, I actually worked in entertainment. So I was in, I was a head of PR for a visual effects company actually in Berkeley called Tippett Studio. And prior to that, I worked for Lucasfilm. Um, and then, uh, like coach. And then I also, um, volunteer as an advocate for children in the foster system. Although that's like kind of took a little bit of a backseat right now. Cause I, actually the last kid I was a, a advocate, um, got adopted. And oh. so, um, <clears throat> which was great. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, but I'm also in grad school right now. Uh, pursuing my executive master of public health and I'm doing that at UCLA. So I actually go, I fly down to LA every other weekend for schools and it's a full-time program squeezed into every other weekend, but also, uh, you know, tons of the, the homework and, uh, you know, asynchronous learning between those, the class times. So it's a lot. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It is a lot. And I have a dog. So <laughs> that also, uh, you know, occupies my time, which he's the name. His name is Stanley. Um, for those uh, of you that were on pandemic Zooms, he made regular appearances. <laughs> I even did a Turkish get up with him once. <laughs> um and uh, and over the last six months or year, I've become a plant lady. <laughs> oh, do tell. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? I started co- collecting plants and um I really enjoy taking care of them and now I and learning about them um and I am on Reddit and other things all the time uh trying to learn more. But I the Reddit is a little bit scary because everybody has like what's wrong with my plant? So now I'm determined that all of my plants have every single known disease even though they're like perfectly fine. <laughs> It's the plant WebMD. It 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 really is. It really is. Um, uh, yeah, and it's really funny because now my Instagram algorithm has like completely changed. So it's all plant stuff. So there's like no more roller derby or roller skating stuff. There's barely any like CrossFit stuff. That's so funny. It's sad. I love it. Oh, no, it's not. It, it is funny how your then, your life changes and your social media algorithm oh, changes totally. with it. And then I actually I have pulled my sister into my plant world so she is now like a become a plant lady like we have lights and things and then we give each other plants for gifts it's <laughs> do you ever um grow any plants that could dose you why did i know you were gonna take it that way why did i know robin was gonna go that way <laughs> um uh no not yet that would, that not would yet. be a way to branch out yes exactly that's the next level yes love it but don't go over three no 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 right. yeah you gotta do is it, what is it three is it two Follow or three, three. it's yeah. three yeah. yeah nice which is such a funny thing it's like how, how did you determine three was okay but not four <laughs> <Yeah>. like <laughs> oh you could really have an enterprise at four <laughs> what? well with all of that going on and we kind of talked about this before we hit record um but i'd like to hear your thoughts because i think they're really interesting on how you continue to stay so fit and healthy while you have all of these things on your plate. Um, yeah, that's a really, that's a really good question. Time is something that like I is always kind of top of mind for me. Um, because I do, 
uh, a lot and I have a lot of commitments and I, and I also like my friendship, my friendships are very important to me. And I always, you know, and I try to like, make sure that I can maintain and keep cultivating those in addition to cultivating plants. Um, (laughs) um, and so, um, well, one thing is I definitely, you know, I have to like use a calendar for everything just to keep track, but, but when, but, um, one of the things, especially over the last year or even just with grad school, that is, is like how to balance that time and not allow time to become an excuse, um, where there's a legitimate, there's a legitimate, um, concern with time, right? Like you, there, there, you, time is limited. You, there's only so much you can do in a day, but, but at the same time, time can become a real easy excuse to to keep you from doing the things that are important to you and so um for for and 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 exercise fitness health and wellness is something that is very easily uh put aside to when there's all these other things going on and so it's like i've been trying to think like how did how to like recognize and be you know, acknowledge that time is, is, is an issue for me, but also to make sure that I'm still, um, you know, making it for the things that I need to do. So the one thing I have to keep telling myself is you can accomplish a lot in 15 minutes. If that, if that's like your work, if like you don't have to, um, spend two hours to do, you know, a workout like you and, and you can just, you, if you need to, if, if your time is super limited, just still find at least 15 minutes. But the best thing about CrossFit is that we squeeze a lot in that one hour of time. And so it's important to make sure that like you still do that, you know, like, and it, and it's not just for, to me, like working out isn't just like, I need to do this to not to like keep myself under 200 pounds, you know, it's like for me, like CrossFit or working out is like 80% actually for like my mental health and well-being. And I would say 20% probably for my actual physical well-being. Um, so yeah, but it's, you know, it's like trying to be, uh, you know, kind to myself that yes, you have a lot going on. But like, what is most important to you? And that is my own well-being. And so since my well-being is most important to me, CrossFit or just fitness is something that I need to make sure that I continue to put to, to, to find that time. Yeah, because all of the other things on your plate are going to not be done as well mm-hmm. if you're kind of a shell of yourself. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's like when I, there. I mean, and there's time, I mean, I'm not perfect. Like, I'm, I'm not sitting here saying like, you know, I, I, I don't put workouts by the wayside. They go by the wayside. But it's, but um, when I, I definitely see a difference in my, in my, um, functioning and just like, you know, in general, when I skip those and, you know, it honestly, I feel like it, it helps me be better at my job. It helps me be better in school. Um, and so it's just like really figuring out how to prioritize and put to make sure it's like, don't lose fact, don't lose sight of like what is important to you and like, or what it is that you need to do so that's kind of what I try to, how I try to approach it. Yeah. And I've watched you kind of, you were like a 6 p.m. or 5 p.m. regular, mm-hmm. like 6 p.m. 6 p.m. regular, like all, all the time and every Saturday and, and then kind of had to figure out, whoa, this isn't, I can't sustain this now that I'm doing this graduate program and all of these other things. So you, I see you now at 6 a.m. sometimes. Um, I see you after you coach squeezing in a workout, like are there any other um, changes that you made just to kind of keep your fitness up front? Yeah, that, you know, that the, the, the swap of time uh, of the time of day was, was pretty big. Um, 
but, um, yeah, because I was seeing that like, okay, work keeps creeping into the night. Like work can often go past five, 6 PM, which then causes me to, to miss my workout, which is not like, that's not an excuse. That's just a lit, an actual thing that happens, you know, life happens. And so, um, uh, really trying to evaluate like where are the things where are my pitfalls and that and that was where I was seeing it where it was like okay work work is is infiltrating that so how do I work around that and um but it was but the hard part was that I was trying to do homework at like I was getting up to do homework at six in the morning and and doing that before work because I was thinking like my brain capacity by the end of the day doesn't wasn't great for homework and so you know really trying to figure out like okay how do I get around this and so that's but it just became more like again the prioritization um uh the and then um trying to use my weekends a lot more effectively um so like making sure that I do the grocery shopping that I need to do on the weekends, um, or like, um, really actually kind of going late at night, like to, to, so that I, because like, that's where, uh, that's where my food downfall happens. Cause like, I, you know, if I don't shop, then I eat out, you know, and then that's when, you know, I start putting on pounds. And so it's like, just making the different adjustments in the day, you know, and in the weekend to fit the lifestyle, but also still get the things done that I need to. So yeah, like going to safe, like Safeway or going to Trader Joe's right before they close, you know, I'm sure the people there love that, but you know, it's what, you know, I have to do. That's really smart. But that's also like, I bet that saves you time too. Because there's no crowd right before it closes oh, no, or totally. right when it opens, exactly. which is also, that's when I shop. I shop right when they open. Yeah. So like, I hate Costco when it's busy. It's my oh, biggest yeah. nightmare. Mm-hmm. Um, so I literally go at 9am on an eight and a Saturday or a Sunday, right when they open. Mm-hmm. So they have all the cashiers there and I'm in and out faster than 930. But if I go an hour later, that's a an hour trip in there yeah. just trying to navigate people. Yeah. So I think that's one thing you really start when time becomes this compressed thing. And I really want to applaud your words there, Lori, of time is a concern, not an excuse mm-hmm. like that. It, the, the moment that clicks in your brain, like it just did in mine, it's like, Oh yeah, it is a concern. It is a variable that I must manage mm-hmm. now. And I can use it as an excuse, but it's like any excuse. Yeah. You know, it's, 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 it's okay. Yeah. That's a thing. But mm-hmm. how do you work around that? How do you change that? How do you shift that to become successful? Yes. And we see that in everything we do in life, like mm-hmm. whether it's professionally, well, this is a really hard problem to solve. Well, okay. That's why you get paid the big bucks, right? Yeah. You know, like we've <laughs> yeah. all heard that at work. Right. Mm-hmm. And so that's where like, I love that change of, okay, this is now just a concern of mine. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to shop at weird hours. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get up and work out. And then find other times to study. Mm-hmm. And I bet your brain still worked. It does. Yeah. <laughs> it you does. Know, it's mm-hmm. funny when people flip that switch. Sometimes mm-hmm. they're like, oh, wait, this does work. This yeah. is weird. <laughs> I mean, I still don't retain anything I read, but I wasn't retaining it at 6 a.m. And I'm not retaining it at, you know, 8 p.m. either. So, <laughs> um, but, you know, um, it's, but speaking of shopping, I did I'm one thing I'm going to say that because I am a single person, I live by myself, I have no kids, you know, and the food situation is very challenging as a single person. Mm-hmm. And and, um, you know, sometimes actually eating out like and I hate to say this, but sometimes eating out is actually cheaper as a single person than it is, you know, um, uh, than it is like actually buying groceries because you're buying groceries and you're buying stuff that's like for four, mm-hmm. four to six people. But, um, so, but one of my own like personal goals it, and <laughs> is to really try to be, to try to do the meal planning and to think about some of that stuff fully 
to be able to have effective grocery shopping and in a budget that won't like also where I'm not wasting food. Um, but, uh, but again, like that's when the time factor does come in. So it's like, you know, there, there, you gotta just, everything has to be really strategic (laughs) and, and like, you know, find like finding the little, the little, um, ways around like your constraints, but still being able to like accomplish the things that you want to do. So that's what I'm going to be working on. Well, and that's a beautiful Mm -hmm. thing too, Lori, because what you did there was you traded a little bit of money Mm because, you know, the the, the eating out might be more expensive, but it made you less wasteful, Mm -hmm. which in the long term probably makes you less expensive. (laughs) And then if you also know yourself, like Mm -hmm. my mother, I love her. She will not eat leftovers. It's not going to happen. So you can make the best dish in the world and everybody makes that great dinner and then eats it for lunch the next day. My mom's not doing that. Mm. Not a chance. Mm -hmm. So she would be a terrible person to constantly shop on her own and like meal plan and prep. Mm -hmm. It was like, no, the prep would be like the vegetables are chopped. The chicken is marinating, but nothing is cooked yet because I'm going to cook it on the day and eat it on the day and then it's done. Totally. And that's, but if you're in that situation and you're Lori, Mm -hmm. who's got to juggle 12 things with no time (laughs) it's like oh yeah the 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 healthy meal from this place Mm -hmm. is going to be way better for me than the the prepped meal that stresses me out the kitchen i have to clean and then throwing throwing half of it away (laughs) you're like well Mm -hmm. no this just made everything worse and it and it's that's that's the big unlock that we try Mm -hmm. and teach and I, i think you teach it and you show that example of like hey you do not have to be the person that preps food for four hours on the weekend. That's not going to happen. But you can be the person that goes, oh shit, I have a midterm mm-hmm. on Thursday. I have a paper due here. I have a presentation at work here. Mm-hmm. I coach on Tuesday and I got a fitness somewhere in here. Oh yeah, we're ordering from this place and this place this week. Totally. And that's your plan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what that does for people and what they don't realize is now Lori makes the... <laughs> better decision at the mm-hmm. restaurant than the oh my god i'm stressed i'm dying i don't know what to do uh cheesecake please <laughs> you oh, know like cheesecake. we all do when we're yeah. we go to that food yeah. i just thought of oh cheese. totally you know you just pick something and you're like oh that was that was bad yeah i mean this was just the other day i was like i mean because i it like you know the time it was like it was like 8 30 and i hadn't eaten yet I still had a ton of stuff to do. I was starving. And I was like, oh, maybe I'll just go down the street and get a burger. Mm -hmm. And then I was just like, no, like I can't, this isn't, I can't, (laughs) like, you know, I ended up getting um, sushi, sashimi, which was good, but you know, but, uh, but yeah, you know, and so, and so my, my level of like meal prep or like planning is exactly kind of like what you said where it's just like okay I'm gonna get like a handful of things that I know that I can just kind of quickly put together um and because I will eat leftovers or I will be able I can I can easily I can eat a meal two to three times more than that it's not and the third time is a little like this is so sad (laughs) like you know it's like I love food you know but but like some of the things I'll do is like I'll go to Trader Joe's and buy a bunch of those bag salads and then Mm -hmm. I'll buy like uh the the, um, like chicken thighs and Mm -hmm. stuff and then it's just so eat like because then all I'm doing is just cooking the chicken and then you just throw it in and then I have that for like a few meals which is and it's just like takes no time it like there's no like barely any dishes the dishes are real, like, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, enough about that. But yeah. that's, that's the really yeah. cool thing is you, you, when time becomes more of a concern or more compressed, you start to get more creative. Yes. I, th- mm-hmm. I think what, I think sometimes it really helps people to get in situations like you're in mm-hmm. and go, oh, no, this is where I need to start solving problems. Mm-hmm. When you, when you don't get overscheduled or don't get overloaded like that. I think you get less creative. Mm-hmm. I think you actually like shut down things and don't recognize mm-hmm. like, oh, this is a time suck and waste. And oh, wow, I'm, yeah. I'm wasting this and this and this. You start to then go, oh. Mm-hmm. And I see that a lot of times with clients. And they're like, I just don't have any time. And I start asking them questions about it. And then they quickly realize, oh, I'm just not examining my time. I'm yeah. not making it a concern that I handle. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, <laughs> it's about prioritization and strategery. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah. All right. I love, we could talk about this all day, by totally. the way. <laughs> and I'm getting a lot of hints and 
helpful tricks. But I did want to talk about something you put in your um, your responses to me. <laughs> um, my life motto is, do you remember what oh. your life motto is? Yeah, it's a good day when you learn something new. <laughs> All right, talk about that. Uh, like I, you know, it can be any, like I, it's like a, a checkbox, you know, it's like, okay, I just, I just learned something I didn't know. And that makes it, I love that. Like I just, and then it's like, okay, today was a good day. I checked that box. Like it, and it doesn't even, it could be, it could be like, I just learned something new about Ben, you know? And that's like, that just makes me so happy. And, or it could be like, I actually, you know, learned uh, a new problem, I don't know, or some sort of history or anything. So I just feel like when it, it just, it just feels great when you, when, when there's something new that you didn't know yesterday that now you know today. So that's just like uh, something I like to kind of like live by. And so it's also like a little bit of a quest for knowledge out there, like just, and just kind of being open to, learning and chatting and talking, um, and get, you know, and that could, like I said, be getting to know somebody, or it could be like picking up a news article and reading something or looking at Reddit and Mm -hmm. (laughs) understanding what thrips are (laughs) for your plants. (laughs) No, (laughs) It's called curiosity and it's a great trait. Mm -hmm. And I love that about you. I I love seeing that in everyone. It it will make, Mm -hmm. it will enrich your life if you're just curious it will help you in 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 dealing with people, you know. And yeah. I, I see that with you too. You're just like, someone's got a trait, and you're like, Ugh, that rubs. And then mm-hmm. you're like, but I'm curious, and I want to yeah. learn. And then it mm-hmm. really helps. And especially with coaching, I think that's why one of the reasons you <laughs> like it so much is because you're just dealing with all these different personalities and people, and it's it's it brings out that curiosity. Like, Oh, why are you like this? (laughs) Yes, totally. I know you got, I mean, like everybody, uh, people learn this, especially during the pandemic that I have a tendency to ask a lot of questions. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, and you know, one, I, I think it's really, I think people need to not be fearful of questions. Like I, I, I think it, like you said, it's good to be curious, but it's also like, I, I also don't like not, being clear on things, you know, and I, and so I, I, I'd rather do the brave thing and ask a question, even if it makes me, if I, even if it kind of might make, if I worry about it, make me sound dumb, you know? And, um, and so like it, but it's like, I want to learn, I want to know, I want to understand, and I want to make sure I'm doing it like effectively or right or whatever, whatever the, the basis of the question is. Um, yeah, and we and you as a coach too. <laughs> when you flip the script, you know, you we love questions. Yeah, like, there is no dumb questions. I I hear that a lot from people. I have a dumb question. It's like, oh, it just breaks my heart every time. It's like you don't have to say that. Like it's okay to just say I have a question. Um, and I love that you do that. Well, thank you. But and I also think from a coaching perspective, those questions also help me become a better coach mm-hmm. because then it makes me realize, okay, wait, how could I have explained that differently? Or like, how could I have explained that more? And, um, and it's like, and people, people, um, everybody learns things different ways. Everybody understands things different ways. And it's really important to kind of consider like the whole group rather than just like, like what most, how most people understand. And so, um, like, I think that the questions coming from myself and coming from other people both help, it helps me grow in in general, like, uh, or as a whole. Mm -hmm. It helps us all get better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, when I know when you ask questions, it shows me that you care. Like you're actually interested in what the hell I'm saying at the board. I worry when I go through a whole brief at the board and nobody asks a question, I go, did anybody pay attention or care? And so what it usually shows me is you care about what's going on in class and that that's going to matter more to your fitness than anything. Cause if you don't care, yeah, of course you're not going to be inquisitive. Of course you're not going to ask questions. And of course that's going to then limit the results you get because you can't make a good enough decision. Um, like Lori asked me a question about programming the other day and I was like, thank God you did. Because if I couldn't explain that, why the hell did I program it? Yeah. And so usually it's fun for me. Cause I'm like, 
I better have my stuff together because if I can't explain this switch or this reason or why we do something, why mm-hmm. are we doing it? And so I think that's what makes us all better coaches because then I know why. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and if I can't tell you why, one, I better be able to admit it and go mm-hmm. figure it out. Or two, we have a problem. We're not doing something we're paying attention to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think it's it's really important that people ask questions and now it all makes sense. And I go, okay, Lori just needs to learn something today. She hasn't learned anything yet today. Yes. yes. <laughs> so I've helped her live her life yes. model. Yes. If, if I answer this question, I've helped Lori live her life model. So she learned totally. something new. There we go. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. See, now yeah, now everyone's question I'm going to take, they have Lori's life motto. How there do I help know. them? Answer? <laughs> it's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> you all just got all the kindness from Ben now because of Lori. You're welcome. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> All right, Lori, how has your time here at CFO impacted your life outside the gym? You've talked about it a little bit, but do you, you, uh, you want your piece of paper? <laughs> yeah, I was like, I had a good answer. Uh, you sure did. Oh, yes. Okay. So, um, so uh, CFO has introduced me to some really great people who I have the distinct honor of being able to call my friends. And, um, um, and that, like, you know, that is that is like invaluable, uh, invaluable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, um, but also my time as like both a client and a coach has really helped me grow as a person, um, and finding more confidence in some of the things, um, that I do outside of the gym. And, um, uh, I think that, um, I mean, so just a couple of things, like just in general for my, for the, a very, really honestly before roller derby before crossfit like i really struggled with body positivity um and uh and you know once i start i mean with playing roller derby helps because like roller derby is very open to all shapes and sizes ages etc but coming to crossfit complete like really brought that over the line like you know i um it it is there's so much strength that is like hidden within that like comes out in so many different ways in CrossFit. And, um, and I like, I actually feel really lucky that I found CrossFit or that CrossFit found me, however you put it. Um, and, um, and that has been that, that, I mean, that's just one example, but, um, but also like just, Again, I mean, going back to even the questions, like being able to ask questions and, and being able to like be curious and, and do that. I feel like that, that really has come from being here. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. I mean, one of my favorite things is the people that I've met over the many years and how it just opened my whole world to different people I would never have mm-hmm. met outside of this gym. And what a gift. Yeah, for yeah. real. It's really true. Yeah. Cool. All right. And then the, we love this question. We, we ask this of our members and our coaches. Why do you stay fit? What's your why? Do you need your paper back? I do. <laughs> this okay. is, you know, speaking Don't of brain, brain capacity. <laughs> um, oh, okay. So I, what I said is that uh, I feel like it's a true gift to be able to move and stay active. But you know, like I said earlier, that staying active is like more for my well-being than than actually like for my. I mean, like for my me- like overall well-being, um, particularly like my mental health. Um, and um, you know, I-, I can get grumpy when I haven't worked out. <laughs> and you are preaching yeah. this, this mobile unit. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, like that's so I it, I wanna I wanna be able to like the other thing is is like. You know, I see, I've, I feel like we're, we're really lucky in this generation, uh, you know, uh, that, that so much has changed with fitness and the importance of it. And I see people, you know, my, my mom's age or my mom in particular, sorry, mom, I don't think you'll be listening to this, (laughs) but I see like her body falling apart. Yeah. You know, she, yeah. my poor mother, I mean, part of it is a de- probably just a de- degenerative kind of just disease that's happening within her body, but she has had nine 
um, spinal surgeries. She has probably about three quarters of her spine is fused. She's had both hips replaced and she had a knee replacement. And like, I, I can't like, I, that is like, I don't want my body to fall apart and, and, or I want to try to do anything and everything possible to keep my, this body, this frame, everything functioning in its fullest capacity as long as possible. And so like, um, I, and I, cause I see the limitations and I, and it, it's, it's heartbreaking, yeah. you know? Um, and, and so like, I, it's just, I, I want, like, I, it is such a, like I said, it's a gift to be able to move yeah. and, um, in, in whatever way that's possible. And so that's what I want to try to make sure I hold on to. Yeah, I agree. As long as possible. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we have similar whys. Um, That's a good one. Mm -hmm. All right. So what I love this question. I love all the questions because I wrote them. Um, (laughs) What advice would you give to someone just starting out? Yeah, it, um, it's all about showing up rather than showing out, you know, like it's not about like coming and just, you're not gonna, you don't have to be the best. You don't have to like, you have to be the best for yourself is, is really what it is. And that like, you know, don't be scared, like, and don't be intimidated. And that I think, um, you know, with CFO, uh, it's one of the most welcome and loving places you can be. And that we're lucky to have you here and, um, and that we'll, we'll be happy to let you know it. I like to, you know, I, I'm like always ready to be anybody's biggest cheerleader. You know, I like, I love to see if somebody is accomplishing or love to know when somebody has accomplished something that they've been trying to do, it could be big or small, a small, tiny goal or a big goal, hitting a PR, you know, getting, doing, um, you know, going, being able to do an L raise after being stuck doing a knee raise for so long, you know, like whatever the next thing is that somebody wants to do or accomplish, like, tell me, like, I will love to know. Mm -hmm. And I will make you see, I mean, I will share my happiness with you. So, um, and I think that especially, you know, for anybody coming here, that that is that, that, that to not be scared, you know? Yeah. Um, you have been such a, I just want to, I don't want to forget to shout out some of the things that you have contributed to this community personally, just you, first of all, obviously you're very positive and you do, you are the best cheerleader like you, and you are an ambassador, like a new person comes in and you're going to be the first person that goes and introduces yourself. And I appreciate that so much, but specifically during the time when you started to become a coach and we were in the, in the dark days of the pandemic you were the one that was like, we need to celebrate this community, even in this time. Do you remember? Do you remember? For, well, there's two big ones. The, <laughs> you started the, the the kind of like brunches after the, that was, oh. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't just you, but I know mm-hmm. it was, you're like, we need to do something fun and we can do it outside. We can put the chairs six feet apart. Mm-hmm. We can, you know, wear our masks, but let's make some mimosas and some waffles. And mm-hmm. like, so that kind of started that Saturday after class mm-hmm. uh get together that was you if i recall correctly uh i think so and, and heather. heather yeah, mm-hmm. heather yeah. Was, of course heather just did everything my wad wife at the <laughs> time. Yeah. we miss her so yes. much Love you, she's heather. been replaced by mary lynn's yeah, my mary, true and, wife, yeah there you go sorry heather <laughs> that's okay heather. you left us you did. <laughs> for boise and then the big <laughs> one is dusk till dawn was yeah 100 your brainchild that, you came up with that yes and I a- love dust till dawn. It's, it's your baby. <laughs> it is my baby, and it's a lot of fun. Um, the and and um, I, I that that was a great idea. Yes, <laughs> like I advise you say so myself. And I think some of the you know I think the 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 original concept kind of got has kind of gotten a little lost just because of you know, people have friends and alliances and obviously we're not going to micromanage it to death. But like the idea was to bring together the AMs and the PMs and that like, you know, to, to that, you know, an AM or a morning workout person was going to team up with an evening workout person and then, and then do the thing. (laughs) So I remember when you approached Mm -hmm. me, you were saying, 
there's a lot of new people. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of people we've only seen through a screen. Mm -hmm. Like we don't know each other. How about, and let's, let's do this thing that'll help us get to know each other. Mm -hmm. Um, And especially the people that don't ever see each other. Right. Like maybe see each Mm -hmm. other on a Saturday or at the holiday party. Mm -hmm. So that was such a great concept to like force you to like get to know the person that you'll never see in class. Yeah. And it also like pushes yourself, right? Because you're so like used to working out with like certain people and you know, now it's like changing it up and you're like, okay, now I'm working out with like this, this person or, you know, and it's, and, and it's another way to like challenge yourself and drive yourself, you know, forward. It's, I don't know. I was, I, that was a good one. That was a really good idea. <laughs> a lot of good ideas. And some of them were like, well, let's talk about that. But a lot yeah. of them. So, and those are just the two big ones that I, I remember. Mm-hmm. From. Um, but yeah, keep them coming because they're great. Cool. Yeah. I can do ideas. <laughs> Some of them, there's, there, there is one I still am more trying. I, I have to go back to thinking it through, but it was kind of like a, a treasure hunt of working out, like, like a but the scavenger hunt, hunt of yeah. workouts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We but, kind of started we, talking about it. We started that. talking about it, but it was, it was getting a little too, uh, but what about? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. And then we did skip a question. So I want to uh, go back to it. Um, mm-hmm. What is your proudest achievement as a coach or a member? Mm-hmm. And what is your most desired goal going forward? So I, so I kind of put a little bit of that in my previous question, which is just like any time that somebody does something in class that they, that they accomplish something that they hadn't accomplished before, or they met some goal or they surpassed some goal. That is always, that will make me, that makes me so proud. Mm. You know, um, somebody coming back after a long time, that Mm. makes me proud. Um, for my own personal accomplishments in the gym, I am still like the gymnastics movements are honestly elusive to me, (laughs) you know, (laughs) like I, at some point, you know, I do want to get that pull up, (laughs) you know, I, I do want to, um, get a handstand off of the wall, you know? Um, so, so that is gonna, that, that will forever be a goal. Some, at some point I will accomplish it (laughs) and hopefully sooner rather than later. That goes back to a little bit of the time conundrum. Um, uh, but, um, maybe I, I'm, I have told myself once school is over, I am fully dedicating that time that has now become available to picking one of those things, which will likely be the pull up because that has been something that has been a very, very long-term goal. Um, uh, that's when I'm going to start kind of focusing on that. Well, I, I, I know Ben wants to mm-hmm. say something, but I want to say something really quick. Um, those two goals that you named, mm-hmm. they are, you can work on them simultaneously and they help each other. So I would not limit yourself to the pull. Great. I would do both. Mm-hmm. Um, and then talk about school ending. So you have a big mm-hmm. milestone coming up. Yes. June 15th, June? something like that something. is when I walk. Something 14th June? or 15th is when I walk. Yeah. Oh, that is so exciting. Yes. What an accomplishment. What you've worked so hard. And then what's the name of your degree one more time? Um, it's a master of public health, but it's an executive program. So I don't know if the degree actually says executive master of public health or just public health, but I will have MPH after my name. And is there a <laughs> specific... Um, like, is there a specific job that you'd be going for? Would you just continue with what you're doing, but with more education? Or? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I definitely, for now, I'm going to continue what I'm doing with more education. Um, but I, what I'm trying to do is um, what I would, I really want to focus my career and even my projects at work and my work knows this on um, things that benefit underserved communities um, and or um, or like in a, in a, or or gives more access to people in in um, in to something. So right now I'm working on actually um, expanding Sutter Health's um, mental health um, services. And like, and so, um, I want to continue doing that kind of work. If, um, something comes available elsewhere or who knows, um, uh, it would, it would definitely be again along those same lines. So, um, anything that helps underserved, um, communities, uh, health equity, um, that sort of thing. That is amazing. Mm -hmm. 
Congratulations. Thank Sorry, you. Siri's talking to well, me for no reason. That's what um, she does. That's what she does. She loves me. Ben. Um, geez, how do I go? Uh, one, I'm speechless because that's all amazing life. Yeah. Like, pat yourself on the back. <laughs> go chase it. Like, go chase it. <laughs> if anything else, you have to know that you have a group of people here that are rooting and cheering for you just as much as you root and cheer for them. Thank you. And I definitely know that. And that is actually what has helped me get through these last two years. Yeah. Um, And then I love the fact that you go, I'm going to shift from this busy thing to this busy thing. (laughs) You know, like I think that that's what people need to realize is I, I go back to Lori's time is a concern. And once you realize, Oh wait, I just shift here. This mm-hmm. is when the pivot comes. This is when the change comes. And I think the more people get that, and the more people learn from you in that mm-hmm. example, the more though they will do more in their life. Mm-hmm. Whether that is just literally being, I will now be a couch potato for a month because I've crushed everything for so long. <laughs> yeah. You know, like and that that again is mm-hmm. serving and filling the cup and doing all of that for them. So I think that's awesome. Um, let me think here. What else? I think sometimes, sorry to interrupt no, you go, real quick, go. but I, I think that that is like really important, even sometimes that downtime, because it's that, it is that the reset is important. Mm-hmm. The reset is very healthy. Mm-hmm. And, and, and like, and I think that like through this whole thing, that that it is really important to be kind to yourself. And I know I've said that a few times, but, and like, just, I mean, it's okay if you can't do it all, but you just like, again, just making sure that you're keeping sight of what's important to you, what makes you healthy and what maintains your health. And if that, if that means you have to take that downtime, take the downtime, you know, but just make sure you don't let it take it over, take over. I think it goes back to, cause we've recorded a podcast on this recently. Lori consistently makes votes for the person she wants to be. And she does it by, I'm going to flip this time piece. I'm going to go after this master's when I don't have time for it. I'm going to chase this project at Sutter Health to help Mm -hmm. be this. Because that's the person you want to be. Mm -hmm. And I think that is so cool when I get to sit back and just watch people do it. It's the whole reason why I got into this business was because I realized I couldn't do everything. Mm -hmm. And I realized I was really bad at some things and I really didn't like doing other things. I'm like, oh, but that person really loves it. So how do I make that person better? Oh, I give them this secret fitness thing that they become a better individual and do more good. And so these are the conversations that fire me up to go, oh, I don't want to wake up and write these notes. Nope. Wake up, write the notes because Lori will feel better yeah. and she will learn something and she will work harder at this. And that butterflies into a whole bunch of other things. So thank you for that. If nothing else. Um, I think for once, Robin, I don't have anything else to say. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I mean, I could, I could pause the recording and talk for another hour on this, but I think... So today I learned, I figured out how to make Ben speechless. <laughs> Check. Good Check day. the box. Good. Something new. You, you now are going to unveil that secret to all the 6 yeah. p.m. Single. This is what we have to do to make him shut up? <laughs> what, do you have anything else you want to tell our dear listeners, Lori? Um, no, I mean, I just like, I, you know, I love like, again, like I I hope to meet everybody at some point, you know? And, um, and I think that those events that we have are great. I wish more people would come. I know Saturdays are challenging for some people, especially just because, uh, you know, sometimes some people come further, like they're not, they actually don't live here. They work here kind of thing, but you know, it, 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 the, during the pandemic, we, we kind of swip, switched our name to community fitness Oakland. And I, that, that really is like, it is, it's like our other name because it real there really is an amazing community here. Um, and so, you know, I hope to, I hope to be able to meet everybody at some point, whether that is me working out with you or, just, or as a coach or, or at a social event. And, um, like I, I just, I, I, I love it here. Yeah, we love it. <laughs> I'm sure you will find ways to broaden the community mm-hmm. involvement. <laughs> yeah. If anyone can. Yes. <laughs> um, well, we love having you too. And we're so thankful that you could make the time. I mean, we just talked about how busy you are. <laughs> yeah. And you carved out an hour, more like an hour and a half. So thank you so much. And we're really grateful you're here today. Thank you for having me. This was fun.
All, All right. right. Your go do's. Um, one, go ask Lori a question. So she has to learn. <laughs> yes. Two, if you have any idea to help Lori spread health to people who are underserved or need help, give her ideas or invest <laughs> in her um three i am sure she will take all the plant advice or plants that you want to give her so um i might recommend not bringing yeah. them to the gym because she might miss them for a day or two and don't ask me to take care of them um but i am sure she would love your your plant advice mm -hmm. or plant connection if you listen to this and haven't met laura yet just we'll, we can give you her contact information and you can send her plants yes if not just through plant reels on Instagram. Yeah. Oh, one other thing. This was something you would ask me in the this. If you ever need a buddy for something, I am pretty much game. Like if you wanted to like try it, cause like we try a new sport yeah. or something like that. I think there's like June or something is like, try a new sport. Like hit me up. I will like, if you want to do something and you want a buddy to do it with, like, let me know. I mean, I just posted this thing the other day about, you know, doing this like trail walk challenge with the East Bay parks. And there's a few, um, like Shannon and Sharice, like, we're like, yeah, let's do it. So I am, I am game. You know, I will and, attest to that. When mm -hmm. I needed someone to go to the Taylor Swift movie <laughs> premiere, guess who was my date? That's right. And I'm not a Taylor Swift fan. Not even. She's yeah. like, sure, I'll go. I'm like, really? Let's go. It was so fun. Thank you for that. Yeah. But yeah, good job. Yeah. Hit up Lori. That's cool. right. I'll make time. <laughs> and on that, yeah. that is our that time. Is our Thank you all for listening okay. and have a wonderful day. Bye. Thank you. Thank you.